Welcome to Inspiring People and Places, where we interview national leaders in the architectural, engineering, construction, and development industry in an effort to educate, innovate, and inspire industry professionals to disrupt the status quo, improve their project teams, and steward public and private investments more effectively. I'm your host, BJ Kramer, President and CEO of MCFA. All right, Inspiring People and Places, hope you had a great Christmas. For those of you who celebrate Christmas and happy holidays to anybody who does not celebrate Christmas but is listening, we I was going to do a annual reflection podcast and we got jammed up on time. So I did a similar one last year. We don't have enough time because of the way the holidays fell. And, and I ended up taking my daughter to New York City for her birthday on Thursday when we typically record. So long story short, the logistics don't enable a full podcast to be produced. And But the, the message is the same. Uh, now is a great time to do an annual review, to look back on your year uh, and look forward at the, at the coming year. Um, so we're just going to replay last year's recording. Some of it is timestamped, so I couldn't sneak it by you. So I'm just coming here to let you know this is a, a recording from uh, Jan- or December of 2022. But the process is the same, and I will be doing this process this week. Uh, so I hope you enjoy, and Happy New Year. All the best to all of you in 2024. Hey, everybody. Wanted to uh, do a quick episode here. This is the time of year that, you know, we're we're kind of heads down, hopefully with family and friends and celebrating holidays and celebrating with our company, success of the year. Uh, but this time of year is also the time that we start thinking about resolutions and, you know, what are we going to do next year? What are we going to accomplish? Uh, and and before I get into resolutions and maybe some uh, do's and don't do's with that, I wanted to talk about reflection. So today's going to be about uh, reflection, roles, responsibilities, rhythm, and resolutions. And rhythm is uh, battle rhythm. So I, I've done you know different versions of what what I'm about to talk about, but whatever version, and you could you could Google this. Uh, for a worksheet, I, I might even put together a worksheet that at least you can print out and uh, walk through this. But there's there's a there's a quote by Socrates: "An unexamined life is not worth living," and it's really about the power of self reflection. And I find that this is the time of year to do that self reflection as we refresh, as we reset, and really renew uh, a vision for the future and and renew our energy towards our goals and our roles and responsibilities, whether that's as a husband or a father, uh, wife, spouse, mother, friend, or in our professional lives or our community service, really just reflecting on our different roles and putting a plan for for the year ahead. So let, let's start by just putting a list of your roles. Stephen Covey uh, says that Nobody should have more than seven roles in their life. And sometimes we have a single role that really has multiple hats under it. And those I would consider a role. So in 
you know, in family life, we might be a husband and a father in my example. So that's, that's two roles. Husband, father, I'm writing this down as we go through it. Three, I'm the president of MCFA. But in that role, I might have a leadership type role. I might have a project type role, or I might have a business development type role. And then, so I'm, I'm going to give myself two roles there. President of MCFA is a leadership role. And then really my project and business development and, and even podcast time, I kind of put into another role. Uh, and then I have community service. And in that role, I have boards I'm on. And I have army reserves. And then last, Stephen Covey calls it sharpen the saw. And this is really about self-development. And self-development, you know, depending on how you look at this, it could be fitness, it could be financial. I go with the five Fs, so we're going to call it finances, fitness, faith. Faith should be first in my case, but these are not in priority order. Family and friends I put together, that's all relationships. And then fun might be hobbies or travel or vacations, golf in my case. Um, so th this just gives us an assessment of like, what are the roles in our lives? Do we have too much going on? Do we not have enough going on? Do we have bandwidth? Don't we have bandwidth? And are we prioritizing time? So I start by putting those down because it makes me a little more aware of the next part of the process, which is two parts. I go through my calendar week by week and think back on, on what happened over the year. I might highlight you know, some wins and losses, some days that got me excited or, or you know, really stand out in my mind. Maybe it was a vacation. Maybe it was a specific experience on a vacation. Maybe it was a meal at a new restaurant with my wife. Maybe it was a, a big win in the company or a great conference that we went to. Who knows what it is? But the calendar allows you to kind of like look at it on paper. I use Outlook. If you use Google, use Google, whatever it is. You know, you have your appointments in there and you go week by week looking through that. And then the second one that I learned last year, which I, I do kind of casually all the time, but made me very intentional about it is going into my photos in iPhone. And if you're a picture taker, this is a pretty powerful review of the year because pictures represent events more than time blocks on a calendar. So I'm doing this as we speak and up pops a picture of me and my siblings out during a family vacation, just the four of us uh, with our spouses. And right next to that is a picture of all of my nieces and nephews out front of the, the house in Ocean City. So go through it again. It, if yeah, maybe this is, maybe this is a me issue. Maybe this is, you know, other people can identify with it. Like I said, words on a paper and like kind of remembering the experience of the year and like, oh, that one hurt. Or man, I fell off, I fell off the fitness wagon at that point. Oh yeah, we took that extra project on and I sacrificed, you know, my battle rhythm or whatever. I see it on paper. 
then when I see, you know, especially the wins on in camera, which I, I want to focus more on wins than losses, those pictures just make you so grateful for those experiences. And there's a level of emotion that comes back with a picture that just doesn't happen with words on paper. So that's that's the review. Um, and take as long as you want, but while you're after you do that, go back to the roles and and kind of you know on a scale of one to ten or give yourself an ABC. How did I do in those roles based on those events, and and what were the events that you know were really positive that I felt like I was my best self? And I talk often about you know when, when we went to Disney. This is two years ago now, uh, November of twenty one. But when we went to Disney, I felt like I was the best dad I've I've been. I was very present. I felt like I was experiencing something through their eyes with with my kids. It was I, I was not distracted by work. I didn't use my phone or email much, and and I said to myself last year, I want to do more of that, which I didn't do as much of it this year as I wanted to. So. It's a win from 21. It might be like, a, hey, I didn't do as well there. Why? Oh, we didn't set that vacation because we were kicking back and forth between these two things. And we ended up, you know, shortening it and squeezing what was going to be three days away into one day away. Why? And And just ask yourself, you know, some of those reflection questions like, well, why did that feel good? What was so great about it? How was I how was I doing in that moment? And and write it down. So roles, responsibilities, reflection, review. Review is, you know, the pictures and the calendar, and then and then putting those together with the the different roles and responsibilities. And then getting into resolutions and routines or rhythm battle rhythm what are the routines that allow me to to do the things i want to do and michael hyatt talks about an ideal week what would the ideal week look like for me in these roles and and i have gone from what used to be an ideal week as a single guy with a girlfriend and you know maybe some too much time on my hands and limited job responsibilities to uh, a lot more responsibility. And I'm trying to trying to divvy my time up a little differently. So I have an ideal two weeks so that I have basically a biweekly battle rhythm. And I'm also uh, working on what is the ideal year look like for me so that I can re really plan ahead, project the vacations, prioritize all of those um, appointments or commitments or want to do's, I can prioritize them on the calendar and back off and, and time block and routine um, and, and build those routines uh, to accomplish them. And that's where it comes into resolutions. Resolutions are fresh year. Oh, it feels good. It's like a new school year and a fresh notebook and I get a fresh start. Um, and I'm guilty of running into the year with too many things that I want to accomplish or more recently being really focused on the three to five things I want to accomplish this year, a very targeted plan for what I'm going to accomplish in the first quarter. 
and boom, reality hits. And it's like, oh man, we got a new project that just came in. What are we going to do? Or we've got to hire two more people. How are we going to get them? And, and they, you know, it doesn't, it, a plan doesn't survive the first contact. So the, the value though, is in trying to be intentional. And the warning is be intentional, but don't overburden yourself. Give yourself room and margin for the decompression time for the, the project that you don't know about yet for the um, client that, you know, seems like it's steady state, but you know, there's, there's a potential fire coming and, and build that margin in so that you, you account for your bandwidth going into the year, you build your calendar and you build your daily, weekly, biweekly, monthly routines to, to try and create a discipline that sets yourself up for success. So, you know, if, if you're shooting for a fitness goal and you know that in order to run the 5K or lose the 10 pounds or whatever it, it may be, you know that there's some diet requirements to it or nutritional requirements to it. And you know that you want to stop, um, stop going out to lunch. So I have to create the time to be able to make myself the lunch. When am I going to make that lunch? I'm going to make lunches the night before. Or I'm going to cook on Sundays so that I have the, the chicken breast for four days a week or whatever it is that you can really back yourself into some basic habits, build them into your routine, and then have the discipline to follow through. And when we're off, when we're feeling the excitement of the new year, we have a lot of motivation and a lot of energy, and we may overestimate what we can accomplish and how many new habits we're going to create. And I would say that in Q1, pick one habit that you want to create that's going to be tied to one of those, one of those personal sharpen the saw goals, whether that's you know, saving money in finances, losing weight in fitness, you know, going to church more often or, or enhancing your spiritual prayer life or making a phone call to a friend every day or really working on a singular relationship or, you know, setting that fun goal, which is, man, I really worked too much in 21 I did, or 2022. I didn't get any time for this hobby. Well, what's, what's the action you can take to to, you know, enjoy that hobby a little more and don't overdo it. And that one habit may lead to one or two more habits, but discipline is required for habit formation. Habit formation then leads to better routines. If you try to take on too much, you will have a successful first week with all of the other hundreds of people that are at the gym for January 1st. No, wait, January 1st fall on a Sunday. Let me start on January 2nd. At January 2nd is a Monday. I'm going to start on Tuesday because Monday is my first day back, right? You start renegotiating with yourself right out of the gates and you quickly convince yourself, I, I'm, I'm failing. I'm not going to be able to do it, whatever. Find a way to, to set in you know, small habit shifts. Only prioritize two maybe three parts of your life 
in the quarter? What can you accomplish in the first month? What do you need to accomplish in the first week to win that week? What do you need to accomplish daily to win that day? And it may be one action item. It may be, you know, I got to get to the gym or I have to start my day every day with a 20 minute walk or 20 minutes in prayer or every paycheck. I'm going to, you know, allocate all of my money and spend it before I go spend it. So I'm going to spend it on paper before I spend it so that I know where every dollar is going and I'm putting the first 10% in an account that I'm hiding for myself. Whatever it is, there's there's a million resources out there for habit formation, for, for goal setting, for resolutions. But we all have the experience of trying to do too much and failing. So my, my guidance and my encouragement to you and to myself is as excited as we are for 2023 and a fresh new year and making the the new year the best ever is to take a deep breath and fast forward to the end of the year and how good would i feel about accomplishing these two to three things or take myself to april 1st and if i accomplished these two to three things by April 1st, the momentum that I would create for this year would be unbelievable. And in business, that might be a project or a leadership or a business development or a marketing initiative, or it might be, you know, a starting a side business, uh, advising on something, or I, I don't know. I don't know what you, your, your hobby turned side hustle might look like. The key is to not take on too much. The key is to build incremental momentum. And the key is to try and do it all on paper. And then the only thing you have to do is have the discipline in the day or when the alarm clock goes off to accomplish the incremental bite of the apple that gets you one step closer. And win the day has to be a, a theme. I think there's actually a book Win Tomorrow Today. That's a book. I'll put it in the show notes. Win Tomorrow Today is all about at the end of the day, you won the day. What are you writing down that you have to accomplish tomorrow that's going to allow you to win the next day so that you're not spending any time the next day trying to figure out what you have to do, but it's all on paper. And again, I know that some of these roles have a million to-dos inside of them, right? being a parent and waking up in the morning, getting lunches and it can quickly become overwhelming. Time block that stuff into like, that's just part of our getting out the door routine. And, you know, that routine is already established because it's necessary. It's in our face. And maybe you can improve one of those routines. Maybe you want one of your goals is we as a family are going to eat healthier and we're going to do family prep on Sunday and we're going to teach the kids to, to make their lunches. I have no idea what's important to you, how you define success, how you will feel April 1 about your fitness or your finances or your job or your family life. That's personal to you. What I do believe is, is valuable is this reflection, this review, and, and then being intentional about the routines. That's it. Quick, quick podcast. Again, I'll put some resources in the show notes for this podcast, different people I listen to about these things. 
but this is kind of the the cliff notes of of what I do, how I do it, and it's a reminder to myself to do it. And as intentional as I am, and as much as I've read about it, I don't get this right all the time. But I think I I'm better when I do these things than when I don't. So I hope you had a great Christmas. I hope you have a happy, healthy, and successful 2023, however you define success. Warm wishes to you and your family going into 23. Thanks. Hey, everybody. If you're enjoying this show, do us a favor and subscribe to Inspiring People and Places on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast hosting platform. We'd also greatly appreciate if you left us a review and shared this with other entrepreneurial public servants and all your friends and family in the AEC space. Be sure to visit our website, www.mcfaglobal.com. Sign up for our newsletter to stay in touch with us and learn about all of the projects and clients we're helping. Last but not least, we are hiring. We are always hiring. Do us a favor. Take a look at what jobs we have open. Contact us through our website or connect with me on LinkedIn. Until next time, have a great rest of your week and a great weekend.